Hello, welcome to the next episode of Meanwhile in the Falklands. You will have noticed that it sounds completely different. That's because we're in the car. We are in the car. I'm going to be driving the car, so let's hope we don't suddenly crash the car. No, we won't. Um, so we're currently sitting in the car park at FITV Towers, but we are then going to do a, what is a Falklands pastime, which is spinning. Yeah. Um, and it's so for those of you who don't know, spinning could either be um, on a stationary bike or it could be with wool, or it could just be aimlessly wandering around town in a car. And I've not done any of those yet. Have you? So, no, this I is mean... your first spinning. Yeah, so I'm very excited for this. Right, let's yes. get going then. Right. Cheery smile and wave. So, we're now on, just about to turn on the bypass. We've had our first major issue. <laughs> we took the corner far too wide. But anyway, we're all okay and nothing happened. Um, so we're coming along the bypass now, a completely different day from yesterday because it was just blinking sunshine all day yesterday. Yeah, it was very sunny yesterday, today seems a bit more miserable, but it's not as windy today I don't think. No, yeah, that was seriously. the thing, yeah, that was a big deal with yesterday with the wind. Mm. So what was your first um, recollections of coming into Stanley? Um, it was weird because the air bridge landed and it was pitch black and I went straight into quarantine. So coming along, oh, yes, of yeah, course. and the guy who was driving the bus, Hannah had told him to make sure I knew where I was getting off and he took that as, I'm going to give you a personal tour. So it's really interesting as we were driving along the MPA road, he was telling me all this historical stuff all about uh, the Falklands and Stanley and trying to point things out, but I couldn't see anything because it was pitch black. Um, <laughs> and I was sat in the bus like terrified, like where have I? I just come um, and then I got into quarantine and obviously looked out the hotel window for two weeks and then when I was finally released and picked up we were driving along and everyone was saying oh yeah this is this thing and this is this thing I was like oh my god it's so weird it looks so much different in the daylight of course yeah yeah well the big thing about the Falklands these days of course there's no mines anymore no um, anywhere they've all been de- uh, cleared by um, the team um, last November, I think. What was it? it was November? Yeah, yeah, it, it was yeah. November the last event. But I was quite fortunate because I just arrived just as the final demining was happening. So for me, going on York Bay, it was well. It's only been two months that I've not been allowed on this beach. Um, but for a load of islanders here, it's um, they've spent their whole lives not being allowed on the beaches no. and areas of the Falklands, which I think is quite amazing. Yeah. Um, and to now finally be allowed on there, it's really special. So we're just going down Philomel Hill now. Well, it's actually called Philomel Street. Now, there you are. That's a pub quiz question for you. Um, we're just going past the Victory Bar. They do a great steak on steak night, which is a Wednesday. Have you been there? I have been there. Yeah. I have enjoyed many a steak at steak night. It's very popular. It's very popular. Uh, we're just going around the corner of the Jetty Centre. Actually, I ought to be taking photographs as we go along, we so I'll do that in a bit. Uh, we're just going to wave at somebody who is currently in quarantine, which is um, Steve, who's our... Uh, one of the directors of FITV, so we're going to go and wave at him in quarantine. So we're just going along the front road now. Um, we're just passing the... All the speed bumps. Uh, all the speed bumps. <laughs> you might be able to hear that. Over at uh, Christchurch Cathedral. It's such a shame because this time of year, of course, um, we would normally be probably full to the brim with tourists everywhere. So you've never experienced that either? No, I've not. And this is the thing as well when I got here, everyone was saying, oh yes, the tourists, they turn up and they're all over the road and you can't get past and I was like there's no one here it, it is it's absolutely amazing so I can't I can't because what is it that doesn't it sort of triple the population of Stanley or something if we get certainly if we get some big cruise ships in all at once it's it mm. triples the population I just can't picture it's that many lot. people in the Falklands yeah. 
Okay, so we've made our little stop and had a wave at the um, at Steve in, in quarantine. We've been here quite a bit this week, haven't we, because of the Lufthansa flight? Yes, so Lufthansa did their longest flight ever. They came from Hamburg to the Falklands uh, non-stop, so it's 15, 15 hours, hours 36 minutes. Yes, Yeah. Um, and so it was to get a load of scientists out on the polar stern. They were doing their crew change. Um, and then they had the air crew quarantining at the Malvina. Um, and then they all sort of left again and we went to film um, them getting some little gifts. We're now driving um, along the front road here um, in front of the school, which we were at rehearsal last night, weren't we? We were at yeah. rehearsal. Um, that was terrifying. Actually, my parents, if you're listening to this, I've not told you about this yet. <laughs> so, surprise, I'm going to be in the drag show. <laughs> Do you know what? I, um, when I told my parents that I, I did this performance as a, as a guy, mm. My mother, very seriously and in a quite quiet voice, said to me, but you don't want to be a man, do you, Paula? I went, no. It's just a performance, mother. It's just a performance. Um, so we're just going past the 1914 memorial. God, do you know what? There is more history here than you can shake a stick at, really, oh, isn't there? God, yeah. Do you just want to pause here a sec? Um, so we're just about to come up on a shipwreck called the Jellum. So we've just taken a little stop here because there is the most amazing garden um, and the owners just said, come in and have a look at these roses, which are absolutely, oh God, there's peonies there. I'm going to take some pictures because when you come to the Falklands and you think, gosh, what we, can we do with all this soil? Um, and it's very windy. Here is a garden that proves that you can do it and it just looks absolutely fantastic. And I will take a little snap and put it on the podcast for you to look at. So there was a little detour there into somebody's garden because they were waiting for their friend and, and thought we were them and there was a whole mixed up who's that. Um, but anyway, I had a quick tour around the garden which was absolutely gorgeous. Um, and now we're in front of the wreck which is cool, which is of the Jellum. Um, which I have to say, Catherine, when we first came here it was in, absolutely looked like a proper ship. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, you can't really tell it was a ship anymore. I mean, just about the birds like sitting on it, but yeah. that's all it's good for at the moment, I think. Um, There's loads of, of shipwrecks around the Falklands. Um, it's all to do with some, well, as they were coming around Cape Horn or something, and then they would be f- flung onto the Falklands, and it was a it was a perfect resting place. Um, I've always wondered, actually, whether there's just buried treasure everywhere. I really want to go and find mm. out. Honestly, if I could swim, I'd be straight out there, scooped well, out, trying Rich, to find the treasure. Richard Cockle, who's along here, he said probably the best time to go and do it is when the tide's out, mm. because to the Jellum, apparently there was a causeway at one stage oh, okay, so to walk out onto it, and if anyone's dropped anything... It would be there. That's when it would be. Well, Richard's done some lovely paintings of the Jellum, hasn't he? Mm. No, absolutely gorgeous. He does do a good... Uh, just paint a good shipwreck. Yeah. So we're driving a little bit further on now. We're just passing Richard Cockwell's house. Yes, so just in there. Painting with him on Saturday morning. Paula just pointed at the house for anybody who cannot see <laughs> what's happening in the car. For the benefit of the tape. Just, just for the benefit of the yeah. listener. That was Richard's house we just pointed at. So we're going along Ross Road West towards the Two Sisters. So if any veterans are listening to this, um, obviously these will be the mountains that are right in front of us are particularly important. Um, but on our right hand side, there's two bits of wood sticking out, which is the remains of a ship. Is that another shipwreck? That's another shipwreck. I think it's the Capricorn. Okay. Yeah, that, that one's less um, seating for birds, isn't it? 
it's only too little sticky up yeah that's we, about my knowledge of shipwrecks I said, I said to Paul that all I know about shipwrecks is that they're ships and they got wrecked um <laughs> well there was, uh, several years ago we had the opportunity to go on a launch that went up and down the harbour here and we managed to get the gelum from the other side and it's just got a whole community of cormorants oh, on it oh yeah. that's nice I like seeing the birds on them um but what's quite funny is obviously the Lady Elizabeth at the other end. Oh, well can, done. I said, well done. I said it properly. Yeah. Um, when the tide's out, you can walk right up to it. And I've been waiting for the tide to be out, so I've not been able to do it yet. I would have a look at that. I can't yeah. remember if it's a neap tide or a spring tide. It's the, it's the very low, yeah. very, very low tide. Um, and then, you, yeah, you can go right out to yeah. it. Do a Nemo and touch the butt. Touch the butt. Yeah. We did that one um, Christmas Eve, actually. Um somebody who was here said look it's the lowest tide of for a long time on Christmas Eve let's all dress up in Christmas stuff and go down to the Lady Elizabeth at one o'clock which mm. we did um, Steve went dressed as Christmas, uh, Father Christmas actually uh, so we've now gone beyond uh, where we normally go <laughs> we've gone beyond the beaver hangar and we're now uh, along Ross Road West heading towards the golf course so um, there is a, a road is that Bennett's paddock there, the boy? I've no idea. It was. We need Ollie. That's why well, we need Ollie in the yeah. car. Well, why is he not here? Because <laughs> he came and did uh, something on Bennett's paddock. I, I don't know, but it is. That's the road that's that's joining up with um, Sapper Hill. Okay. Oh, that'll be quite there. good to have a link between between them. Yeah. So this is the golf course. Um, any of you keen golfers out there? Um, yes, we do have a golf course. It's got a geese on oh, it. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, apparently, because of the wind, somebody was telling me that you can't actually get to... Is it called Scratch when they're like zero? The only golf I've ever played is Crazy Golf. And I'm not very... <laughs> that's um, completely different. I think that's the... Is that the range or something? I think, yeah, the numbers? a driving range, is it? I do know someone here was telling me about golf, that they played golf here, and they were so used to putting in the wind factor, they'd always play the hit the ball and managed to get it straight factoring the wind and they went somewhere else and it wasn't windy and then every time they hit the ball it went off at an angle because they couldn't oh. hit it straight because they kept thinking the wind was going to take it. Yeah, I can see that happening, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a, a fairly new development of houses here called Mink Park um, which have got some gorgeous views. I think mm. just, you know, I think enough outside the big smoke of Stanley yes. uh, to come back. Yeah, um, Gal the big city. Yeah. Um, so now this is where the tarmac ends. Ready for it? Yeah. There ah. we go. <laughs> there we go. And this is what most of the roads are like in the Falklands. Yes. You, I thought the roads at home were bad with potholes. And um, <laughs> it's, yeah, but I was wrong. <laughs> I arrived in the Falklands and all of my opinions of roads in the UK have changed drastically. Yeah. It's so smooth. <laughs> yeah, we start talking, our voice just goes. Um, so we're coming to the end here. This is now uh, Moody Brook. Uh, there used to be a king penguin who used to regularly come here to molt each year. Yeah, sit on the edge. Yeah. So this is at, towards the end of uh, well, sort of Ross Road East now, and sort of going in towards the Murrell um, and. Um, just the, the mountains here, not mountains, hills, um, just look fantastic. So we'll, we'll take a few snaps of those as well. So we've just turned at the end because uh, we're going to go back up, back into Stanley again. Um, 
We came here the other night, actually. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous. It is lovely down here, isn't it? You can just get away so quickly. Yeah. That's what I quite like is, obviously, because there's not many people here. If you just want to be away from people, it's so easy just to drive, I don't know, five minutes down the road and you're just out in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah. I quite like it going to the beach quite a lot. Yes. Yeah, we, we are very, very lucky. Although there was some... I mean, this, I think this came out while I was away, that there's... Um, some quicksand. Yes, on York Bay. Um, me and Hannah actually discovered it one day. Uh, when York Bay just reopened, we went on our lunch break for a quick walk through the sand dunes. And Hannah fell in some quicksand. And luckily, I, I was just walking along and talking to her, and it was really windy. And we were both sort of saying, why, why are we doing this? This is such a difficult walk. We're never coming back to York Bay. And all of a sudden, Hannah had disappeared. And so I looked to my side, and she was just fallen on the floor. So I pulled her out, um, and, and it was fine. We both got out. Uh, but she was obviously then covered in sand and mud. Um, so it wasn't like it is in the cartoons, then? No, well, I don't know. She just kind of just went and just quit, like pulled her out quickly before she sort of like struggled and got stuck which is quite fortunate I think it's quick thinking but it's interesting because when I was little there was a lot in cartoons and kids programs about quicksand and I remember a Fireman Sam episode and they got stuck in quicksand in the fog and it was really scary and I always worried as a kid that quicksand was going to play a massive part of my life and then it didn't and so I was a bit disappointed like I've been lied to my entire childhood and then I got here and now it's like oh wait actually I do have to be worried about quicksand so yeah I think Andrew, uh, Ollie went with Kyle I think down to the Lady Elizabeth to do some filming and he got he put his foot down and went straight into mm. some sinking mud straight away up to his knee um, and Kyle had to help him get out of that. Yeah, yeah I think it's just difficult. paying attention to where you're walking, looking out for the different coloured sand. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's quite it's quite weird because you're just sort of walking along and then all of a sudden if you disappear, it's like, oh wait, no. And like the panic of, let me get out quick. But, yeah. So anyone who comes into Stanley now will really notice a huge difference, you know, after this, after this pandemic break sort of thing. Um, because it's just changed so much. It's changed a lot in, in the 10 years I've been Oh, has it? Yeah. What's the biggest difference you'd say that you've noticed? No, I don't know what the biggest hmm. difference is. I'd probably say it's, there's a lot of building work. There's a lot of shops that have moved hmm. to various different places. Um, and I remember when I first was here, I, I was really getting quite uptight about the fact that a lot of shops don't open. You know, they've got very specific trading hours. Um, and that was that was annoying that they weren't open all the time. And I remember um, Hayes liked to do a cooking thing, and I hadn't got all her at school, and I hadn't got all the ingredients she needed. So I thought, oh, that's fine. I can go to the shop before it before she goes to school in the morning. Of course, the shops don't open till nine, so I couldn't get anything. I had to go and get it and then take it back into the school. So that that. But then, ugh, yeah, it's only a little thing, and it's actually really quite nice. And I like the relaxed way it all is it is very relaxed here but I think it, it was weird getting used to the fact that shops are sort of only open during working hours yeah. so if I wanted to go somewhere I'd have to sort of factor it into my lunch break or oh wait hold on I need to go there before it yeah. shuts and sort yeah. of planning to go oh I'll just nip to the shops in the evening you can't do that here can you but no yes. no you can't well some shops are open I mean the supermarkets are open till I think Westall opens till half eight mm. And Kelp was open until nine. 
but um, yeah, there's a, a variety of shops. So we're just sitting outside what used to be the pink shop, pink, sorry, the pink gallery, because it is a pink house. Oh, is this the pink gallery? Yeah, or but it pink doesn't have its notification on, so I wonder whether she's moved, but it's uh, Vicky Chater, who's a lovely artist, she paints in acrylics. Um, but further along, we're on Fitzroy Road at the moment, um, but further along, I think just here, past um, this house here, it used to be the chip shop. Oh, there was a chip yeah, shop. Yeah, there was a chip shop here, um, but they closed uh, quite some time ago. Mm. And, and down here as well, there was a bakery that used mm. to be open at five in the morning. Oh, I've seen the bread shop. Yeah, is that shut now? Yeah, that was that. That mm. closed when we had, um, gosh, back in 2015, I think, because we did the we did a piece on it closing. Oh, I see. Well, just around the corner is Marinella's, who does the Italian food. The food is gorgeous. Absolutely. Have you tried the gnocchi? No, I've not yet. I keep wanting to try the gnocchi, it's but wonderful. she never has it. If she you ever get the chance to go on her pasta course, go on it. Yeah. She does a, a five-week pasta course where you learn how to make pasta from scratch mm. and gnocchi as well. And it's just, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's the best, best money I've ever spent. That's one thing I miss here is I've not been able to find gnocchi in the shop. A little interruption there because um, we've had a message from Tom to say, can you pick me up from college because he's just finished his his, um, his session there in the morning. So we're just going to go up to Falklands College, which now, talking about change, that has changed dramatically. Oh, has it? Dramatically over the years. When we first came here, I would have said, I don't know how many courses it did, but not very many. And now it does loads of different courses a lot of them are online using online resources and things like that and they've got links with various colleges in the UK um, but yeah you can you know you can, you can do A-levels with them now oh, think, and things like that so they've got quite a few things going on there so we're coming to the end of um, Fitzroy Road here um, and we're going to turn well I don't know you're, you're <laughs> for <laughs> the benefit of the tape Catherine's just gone <laughs> which way do I turn I'm trying to work out which is the quickest way to the college if I go down Can I get onto the bypass from this road? Um, I'll go along. No, you can't because this is Villiers. Ah. I'm getting used to the roads around here. See, it took me uh, 10 years I've been here and I've just had to pause for ages <laughs> before going, Where, which road are we on? We're on Villiers. No, it doesn't, att- it doesn't go up to the bypass. So we're just turning past uh, into, we're turning now into John Street and going past the primary school, which is on our our right hand side. What I find the hardest thing about driving around here is how tight and narrow all the roads are and every corner is a 90 degree angle but the cars are all four by fours. Yeah. It's like how am I meant to make the turn? They are dreadful. Um, so we're just passing a shop now called uh, Southern Imports. They're an interesting shop to go to actually. They've got some uh, they've got some good stuff there. Well, they do have some interesting things. I bought a yogurt maker in Southern Imports for only about £12. Excellent. The cheapest I've not really made much yogurt. Now, um, do you notice that here as well? That you, like in the UK, you go to one of the bigger supermarkets and you buy, say, a tin of beans, mm. and in an, another supermarket, it'll be the same price, or if there's a difference, it'll only be pennies. Here, there's quite a lot of difference yeah. um, in prices. So, you bought that yogurt maker for? It was, I think, it was about twelve pounds. I bought twelve pounds. Now, I've seen that at twenty-one pounds, yeah. and I've seen it at twenty-four pounds. Mm. So huge differences. It does pay to um, have a little shop around. I've figured out that Stanley Services Shop is the cheapest place to get my retos. Uh, okay. Other places, are, it's quite expensive. I used to think it was a lot when I had to pay £2.50 for a box of retos. And now when I'm paying £5.30 or whatever it is for a box of retos, that's a lot of money. But Stanley Services, I'm sure, is 
under five pounds. So I go there for my week. So anyone in the UK is listening to this going, they're paying over five pounds for a box of cereal. Yes, make yes, the most we of are. the cheap prices in the UK. <laughs> yes, we are. I remember I got back where, one day when I first got here. Um, I went to the shop, I'd bought four items and it was over £10 and I was just stood with it on the counter and I was looking at it going, how? How is it this much money? So we've just come up Reservoir Road and we're now turning in towards the um, Falklands College which was newly built. It's absolutely gorgeous and has got um, a... It's got the library here now. Still need to go to the library. A lot of controversy about the library when it was moved up here but... It is beautiful and very well run. Okay, so we're making our way now back to FITV Tower. So we're just going along this... Um, what is it still Reservoir Road? I, I think it is Reservoir Road, yeah. yeah. Going up to... I thought there is a reservoir here. I don't know. No, I, I have no idea if no it's a reservoir. Well, when we were in that lady's garden and I was asking her about her flowers and she said, oh, these are hebes. And I went, is that why we've got a hebe street? Because they grow really well down here. Mm. Same with lupins. Lupins grow like wildfire. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah, really good. So we're coming past uh, the Sapper Hill development, which is on our right there. Um, that would be a big difference. If you haven't been, to, uh, haven't been to the Falklands for some years, that would be a massive difference for you. Along with the tarmacking of the MPA Road, of course. Yeah, I completely forgot about that when you asked me that. <laughs> um, so we're turning back now on left onto the bypass road and going along towards... Um, FITV Towers. So I hope you've enjoyed that little trip around Stanley. Yeah, I enjoyed my first time spinning as well. Yeah, because yeah. this is the thing. Sometimes I'm sat at home. I think I'm really fun to go for a drive, but there's nowhere to drive to. <laughs> I've, I've come back from the beach sometimes and driven down to the end of the bypass and then back round town. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I just do it for a drive, and it's lasted less than a song. Yeah. Um, because in the UK, I'm just sort of thinking, oh yeah, we'll go for a drive, me and my brother, and we go for a drive for a few hours and I'm like where, where can I drive to? Well the other night we drove to so when I say we me and my daughters drove to um, Gypsy Cove and it was quite late at night it was getting on for about nine o'clock so it was getting quite dark um, we were listening to the soundtrack of Mary Poppins because that's how we roll obviously um, singing out loud and um there were two cars up there, which was really dodgy. Well, were the toilets you... open? Yeah, they were. <gasps> they were open. Yeah. <laughs> talked about that thanks to FITV and Lou Gate that came, Lugate. came out. The just biggest Christmas, scandal yeah. of 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we went up there. Yeah, I was thinking, really dodgy. What, what are these people doing up here? <laughs> well, they're probably thinking that about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is this other car here? <laughs> um, anyway, that brings us to the end of uh, Mingla and the Falklands for this week. I hope you've enjoyed this um, spinning episode um and we will speak to you next week yes yes goodbye bye